Simplified Marriage, Episode 9. Do you have conditions on your love? Welcome to another episode of Amplified Marriage. My name is Brian. My name is Natalie. We are so glad that you could join us wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Grab a coffee, grab a tea, grab a kombucha. If that's what you want to do, that's a real thing. I don't really get it. (laughs) But sit down, have a listen. Today we are talking about unconditional love. Do you love your spouse, your partner, your boyfriend, your fiance without conditions? Right. And so there's just a couple quotes that I have found. One of them is love me without restriction. Trust me without fear. Want me without demand. Accept me for who I am. Um, We're going to be talking a lot about that today, just on some of the issues that we have been experiencing, um, chatting with other couples and working through things with some couples. Just some of these things that just are so small, but yet they can have such a huge impact on your relationship. Big time. And the other one is actual uh, actual love, as in the unconditional love, doesn't mean you love everything about the person. It means that you don't need them to be different than they are for you to be happy. What do you think about that, Natalie? I agree. <laughs> I think, well, yeah, there's always a but. Um, I think that, yes, on one hand, me choosing to love you without conditions, whether or not you're fulfilling all my needs or doing what you said you were going to do, all that aside, I can still be functional and still operate how God created me to operate, even if you're being a schmuck. That's fair. Right? And so it's not dependent. My attitude shouldn't be dependent and my joy shouldn't be dependent on whether or not you're living up to my expectations or not. Even though we literally are the two people close to each other all the time every day. That's right. Now. So what you're saying is, is your happiness is not wrapped up on how well I'm behaving, even though it does play a part. Right. You have to choose and be accountable for your actions, your response how you're going to react to me. That's right. And in 20 years of being together, has that always been the easy thing to do? No. Um, I don't think it's easy. I think there's like an ebb and flow where sometimes it's easier. When <laughs> I guess when things are going well, it's easy to love you unconditionally. Yeah, right? When, I'm pretty awesome when, when things, things are, going are well. When there's stressors, like when... if you know, the times that we're having financial problems or, um, with, you know, when the kids were babies and, and things like that, navigating Mm -hmm. loss and navigating all of that. I think the the tension made it difficult to see beyond, right? Mm -hmm. Because I was focused, I wasn't focused on making the choice to love you without conditions. Right. It's just like, you should be stepping up in this area. Do you know, like back to those expectations. I mean, quite frankly, the only one who loves unconditionally is Jesus. And you're not, not, (laughs) and I'm not. So (laughs) I think we can all use all the help that we can get. And so 
it makes it easier for me to love you the way that God loves you or when I'm drawing closer to God. Right. Because he gives you the grace and, and the ability. And the strength and the, and the insight, quite frankly. If I'm trying to love you in my own strength, uh, it's not a good it's not a good right. scenario. Yeah, and that never works that well. No. And it just uh, even as we were talking about this, it, it, like we've all been in those situations. You ever, you've always had those days. There's no two people that can live at any time together without rubbing each other the wrong way yep. at least once. That's right. And what's important in those types of situations, even what you were talking about with the baby, is I would step up in one area, but in another area I drop the ball is that you were not necessarily focused on one or the other. You were just like... Yeah, it was over. I was just overwhelmed. Yeah. Always. Especially with and baby it, number yeah, one. Yeah, it Ooh. didn't really matter what the situation was. But looking back, um, I think in hindsight, for, you know, being just present now and looking back and learning from yeah. behaviors that we did or didn't do back then, so that we are aware of them in moving forward in our marriage, I can see the areas where, you know, I didn't make it easy for you to love me unconditionally. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And you also didn't make it easy for me to love you unconditionally. But that's where I think that does it matter? Am I supposed to like, am I supposed to make it easy for you? And that's when you'll choose Right. No, right. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Our wedding vow said for better or for worse in sickness and in health. Richer, poor. Yeah. All the other things. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it was so long. I've forgotten my vows. I feel like I don't remember what they are. It's been like five years. You know, Underwater, all the we've been married. For this and that and that and that. Yeah. Well, and I think the, the biggest thing that we've learned now is that, um, Back then, we didn't handle it always that well. And no. I, don't know, I don't know that anyone that really does. But it's how you handle those times of that kind of stress where you have to choose to love someone that if you let... Even if they're dropping the ball. Even if they're dropping the ball. And yeah. there's been plenty of times where I've dropped the ball, plenty of the times where you've dropped the ball. Yeah. But what we've done with those things is we've taken them over the years and learned how to not let them be something that festers yes. into hurt and disappointment. And then what we see whenever I look at you is only hurt and disappointment. That's right. Because those become barriers to you having a healthy marriage. That's right. Because everything you do now is through the lens of you didn't love me here the way I needed you to love me. That's right. And it's a spirally yeah. downward situation where then you start looking for ways to hold back. Right, right, right. Until... Yeah. Well, oh, he wants this from me. Well, I'm not going to excuse like I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to meet him anywhere or he's not going to have access to me at all until he does this or that or the these other. Conditions right? are exactly. Met. Until yeah. And these we've done that in yeah. our marriage. Right. A and lot. What ends up happening is you just create a rift in that relationship and you we're talking about choice. You choose to love your spouse unconditionally. That's right. But if you choose to allow those things and hurt and disappointment and bitterness and anger, yeah. you've made a choice. You've just made a different choice. That's right. And loving unconditionally doesn't mean that you just sweep issues under the oh, rug no. and you pretend like they're not happening. I, I just thought of this when the the Bible says love 
love keeps no record of wrongs. All right. It doesn't say that it doesn't talk about the wrong. It just says that it doesn't keep a record of it, right? Which bears in mind a whole different conversation about sometimes. And women, I think, are better at that. Of or keeping may, records? May, yeah, keeping <laughs> records of what you've done wrong. And maybe it's just, I'm, I don't think that way. Yeah. But I remember you did. Oh, I am you a, could be, I, my mind is a portophile. Oh, yeah, you have, and you could pull up the things that I said or did in the moment to just enrage me even further. That's right. To prove my inadequacy as a husband. Yeah. At any given time. That's right. I, and I never could, I was you're like, name an instance, but I can't right now because that's not how my brain functioned that way. Like. Yeah. I'm terrible with actually insulting people because I'm like, yeah. Where I'm giving you dates and times and, and <laughs> specific at 604 on July 12th, <laughs> you said this to me while we were in the Starbucks. Yeah, right? exactly. And so that that's a different conversation. But people, do not hold your partner's past transgressions against them. No, and and not holding it, doesn't again, doesn't mean that you're not talking about them. And it doesn't mean that it's going, like, there's journeys through walking through things that you and I, it wasn't instantaneous. It wasn't like, I just, I just love you so much right now. (laughs) I think there, there were situations where if you're going through something really serious, such as infidelity or, you know, um, pornography or whatever it might be that serious for you, what your, um, expectation is i guess for me when i think of serious that's what i think of then yeah that's not gonna there's gonna be a process and an emotional process and a journey you're not just like well i just love you so much right now no (laughs) right like there's a there's a breach that's happened well and you remember we had this conversation um with a couple and that forgive and forget thing it's a cultural thing that you're like oh you need to forgive and forget or maybe it's just in in church world yeah it's you forgive and you forget and we actually were talking with a counselor one time a marriage counselor and she's like there's no such thing as forgive and forget you can forgive but you never ever forget yeah and and she was like that's not a bad thing the reason that you don't forget is so you both know not to do the same thing again yeah and so if you're learning from your stakes you're not for you're not holding records of what you've done but you're saying I'm not going to hold it against you, but I remember what I did or what you did, and we're not going to go down that path again. That's right. And like that was an extreme as far as that, but it doesn't have to be an extreme in order for you to have that mindset. Yeah. It can be, you know, I remember us talking about the toilet seat situation and you leaving that <laughs> up and stuff. It could be that. Yeah. Right? That, that just... creates a wall and a barrier. Exactly. Yeah. And as we've been talking about this, the unconditional love we really feel strongly that that's a really healthy um part of your marriage and it's something that you want to attain now it's not going to be the easiest thing to do oh especially in your own strength in your own strength to do it is to choose the unconditional love but it's one of the things you want to reach for because you're that way you're learning to love your spouse even more regardless of the issues that they have and there's a huge huge difference between unconditional love and conditional love yeah so conditional love blames a person and then expects things in return and asks for more. Yeah. And we touched on that where yeah. it's like, well, you're not fulfilling my needs here. Right. So then I'm going to hold back in this way yep. for you. And it can be holding withholding intimacy or whatever. For us, it was all sorts of things that we would ho- withhold towards each other yeah, because absolutely. we were mad. <laughs> uh, conditional love says, what do you, you go through these love? 
Well, I just want before you say that, like conditional love blames and expects things and asks for more. Unconditional love accepts the person, expects nothing in return and sacrifices. And again, sacrifice doesn't mean you're a doormat. Nope. And I think that a lot of times it can be misconstrued that way that, oh, I'm just sacrificing my happiness or whatever. No, 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 no. Sacrifice doesn't mean um, that you become a doormat. Right. Conditional love says, I love you only if you fill in the blanks right? for whatever works for you. Uh, this was sort of a go-to statement for me. Yeah. Uh, and I said it, and I also acted this out. So sometimes I wouldn't even say those words, but my actions said those words right. loud and clear. Yeah. And I uh, could think of all sorts of things that I would... I will do this for you only if you do this for me. Mm -hmm. And because you're not doing this for me, then I'm not doing this for you or I'm yeah. not, we're not going to be intimate or whatever it was. I don't know if I can handle the tough times. If things get too bad, I'm out of here. I've said that. Mm -hmm. Be like, I can't stand you right now. This is too hard. This is not what I signed up for. I think was one of my major proclamations in our early years was like, this is not what I signed up for. I didn't sign up to have you pull a Jekyll and Hyde when we got right. married and, and become a person I didn't even recognize. Right. Right. Yep. So, but I would threaten, Oh, I like, I'm done. Absolutely. And I think, um, even as I'm thinking back to those times, there was a lot of times where it was, that was super frustrating, mm -hmm. but the marriage vows really did say it. Like, for better or for worse. That's right. But in the moment, I certainly wasn't thinking about my yeah, wedding vows. <laughs> exactly. But that's the thing is that we took our vows very seriously. And yeah. that's one of the reasons that we're still married is one, I just finally was like, okay, God, I don't want to give up my wife. I love my life. I love my wife. I love her. Help me figure this out. And then there was like literally an epiphany moment where in the bathroom, I walked in one way, walked out another, and you still didn't trust me for quite a long time mm -hmm. after that. But the, right. the the vows were always important to us. Mm -hmm. And if, if you're going to go into your marriage and you say the vows, you don't just say them because it's something to do. And like vows have weight. Vows have, yeah. there's purpose in those things. And we, we said them at the time and always said divorce. There's no, there's no exit strategy for us. No. Even though in the moment we felt like there was an exit strategy or there should yeah. have been. Yeah. Right. That's true. And so unconditional love says this, I will love you even if mm -hmm. fill in the blank. What's, what's the, 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 I love you. Even if you don't put the toilet seat down, I'm really glad to hear that. It still bugs me, but yeah. I love you even though. And I always say, well, why can't we have the toilet seat up? Uh, that does not fly very well in this nope. household. <laughs> <laughs> I will stay with you no matter what. I will always love you even in the tough times. So when your love is being put to the test, do those marriage vows mean for better, for worse, for richer, or poorer and sickness and health? That covers a lot of ground. Uh, I will always love you. Well, I think there's always love, right. but there's not always like. <laughs> no, and there are situations, again, like I will stay with you no matter what. That's not everybody's um, scenario. That's not everybody's reality. Right. And, I mean, the Bible talks about infidelity. And um, I, I think if... Yes, there can be reconciliation. We've seen it, if that's your story. Yeah. Um, but if you have 
you know, chosen to not stay because that specific area is a breach of the marriage. Um, there's no shame in that either. But yes, God can reconcile you. And if you're in an abusive situation, then no. We believe strongly that God can recharge, refresh, absolutely <laughs> restore almost most any marriage. Yeah. Um, it just takes a lot of work to be able to keep marriage going. That's right. So I will stay with you no matter what. We're talking about like... I left the toilet seat up. Right? Like, not you, you silly situations, angry. but I mean, in our in our marriage, I guess they were silly situations of just ridiculous... Comparatively. Com- comparatively to what other people might be experiencing, but that's where we're coming from when yeah. it's, I will stay with you no matter what. For us in our situation, there wasn't anything catastrophic as far as like stepping out or yeah there wasn't anything like that so for in our situation but we did we did do what we said at the beginning we allowed the hurt and the disappointment of the past poor decisions and the things that we had gone on to actually build yeah. resentment build, build resentment that's and right. anger and frustration and the thing is, is we know that we're not perfect i think no. it's a mental thing sometimes it's not necessarily a heart thought but we're mentally we know that we're not perfect if we're um trying to build and we're putting conditions on it, the more the more that you allow the hurt and resentment and you choose for that to happen, the more you just open up this canyon between the two that makes it so much more difficult mm-hmm. to restore once you're like, man, I love her, I still want her, yep. or vice versa, and I want it to work, and it's a lot harder to close that gap. That's right. right? And what we want to do is we want to point you in the direction of you, you can make things work. Yeah, canyon, if you need counseling, go to counseling. Our, like there's our, no... our canyon was massive. Yeah. By the time we were ready to patch these things up, it was so big, I could barely see her on the other side. Yeah, and um, I wish we would have gone to marriage counseling way earlier. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, there was a whole stigma against that too, where, you know, it was shameful almost to seek out counseling, and that's just ridiculous. Yeah. And, and, um, Wanting to to love your spouse, and, and I, I think I'm there's a few things and some tips on how do you keep these things and your marriage kind of alive the way you want it. Like I know that you had a a, a dream of what you wanted our marriage to look like, and I, yes. we were not anywhere near no even close to what it could have been uh, at the beginning. I think we're closer now than we've ever been. Yeah. Um. But here's some some things that we just. And you, if you've been listening to our podcast, you've heard us talk about a lot of these things. Um, and we're touching on issues, and then we're talking about foundational things. And one of these things is talk through the issues. Communicate freely with your spouse and keep no inappropriate secrets, right? Like, yeah. Those, that's an important thing. Love each other deeply without strings. Forgive your spouse when you're wrong. Seek forgiveness when you've been, when, when you need to. Seek that forgiveness. <laughs> And then here's one that we, we've done at a marriage life group before. Um, begin each day by asking, what can I do for you? Yeah. And then figure out what each And we haven't done that every day either. Like, don't, don't, don't think that this is how we start our day every day. It is not. No, as much as we want it to be. Yeah. Um, some days but it I starts think... with, why are the kids up so early? Yeah. Please make me coffee. Yeah. Why is the... the toilet running yeah why is the dog barking what's going on like there's what can i do for you but you're you're wanting to seek these things out uh to think of the other person unconditional love is an attitude of service towards your spouse that's right without 
expecting anything, anything in return. return. So you're serving your spouse yeah. unconditionally without any thought of what you're going to get out of the deal. That's right. So for like something so simple, I love coffee and you love coffee. So if I'm getting myself a cup of coffee, then it's nothing for me to pour you a cup of coffee and bring it to you. Mm-hmm. Right. And not just sit stewing and waiting till you get out of bed. Yeah. And making a scene, right? And vice versa. You know that I love coffee. And if you're up before me, then you will bring me a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think uh, there's just a couple more I want to just say that keep the chemistry with your spouse alive. And the problem with keeping that going, especially when there's a canyon in between, you're not really thinking about sex. You're not thinking about intimacy. Right. You're not thinking about physical touch. Yeah. Um, we know of one or two couples that when they're angry, they have sex. That's not the norm. The majority of couples, yeah. uh, when they're in the that middle, was not our norm. That's that was for sure. not our norm. Um, but that is some couples' norms, and if that's you, all the power to you. But that wasn't us, and that's not no. the majority that we as as far as we understand it with statistics and us working with with couples over the yeah. years. Uh, you want to keep that alive. Be committed to keeping your relationship fresh. That's right. And if you're looking to serve the other person, and mm. looking for ways to fall in love over and over again. Yep. That like if if you take anything away from this whole podcast, let it be that look for ways to fall in love with your spouse over, over and, over and, and, over, and over again. And for us, like focus on Christ Yep. because I can't love you the way he's called me to love you. If I'm not in a relationship with God, because I can't do it on my own. Yep. And I think even with focus on Christ and love your spouse, I think the, the one thing that, uh, find consciously actively guard yourself against anything that's yeah. going to get in, divide. seek to divide you and your spouse. That's right. Fight against it. If it's social media, limit social media. If it's friends, friends limit your friends. If it's TV, limit the TV. If it's Work. what, if it's your family, limit yeah. your family. That's like right. you don't want, want anything to get between you and your spouse. Um, especially if you have children, but that's a whole different, that's a whole different discussion. Yeah. We won't get into that one, but focus on Christ, love your spouse, figure out, consciously and actively fight against anything that's going to divide you. That's right. And be very, very clear. Communicate. I mean, you can't, you're not going to learn much about your spouse if you're not talking with them. Yeah. So communicating your expectations very clearly, I think will help eliminate yeah. any confusion. Just as a quick recap, conditional love says, I will only love, I will love you only if I don't know if I can handle the tough times. If things get too bad, I'm out of here. Unconditional love says, I will love you even if, and I will stay with you no matter what. I will always love you, even in the tough times. Mm-hmm. We want to actively pursue trying to love our spouse unconditionally, even though we understand, we know how tough that is. Yeah. That is a very difficult thing to do because they know the most about you and can poke you That's in right. the hardest spots to really push your heart. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have any questions or comments or a topic you would love for us to discuss, please email us at amplifiedmarriage at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any feedback you have, any questions. We just want to hear from you. So let us know. Thanks for joining us today. Talk to you soon.